Hello, I'm Jerry Stewart. Something's on my mind. And I, I need to ask you what you think. And I'd like for you to give me an answer. Why is it today that people can do horrific crimes? Example. There was a shooting yesterday and a little innocent eight-year-old girl in her car was randomly shot by someone firing a gun at someone else. She was shot. She was killed. As I look back and I look at what's happening to the people who are found guilty of murder. I mean, cold-blooded murder. When they're found guilty of murder, they're getting like 25 years in jail, some even less. My guess is, is because the person who fired that gun since they weren't really aiming at the little girl. She was just happened to be sitting somewhere where a random bullet killed her. They're gonna say, it wasn't premeditated. They didn't mean to kill her. And they get 12 years I and mean, it's something really small. Even life in prison. How can it be that you take someone's life cold, blooded murder and you don't get your own life taken. When I was a kid <clears throat> and you were found guilty of first degree murder, you were put on death row and they didn't wait 15 years or some ridiculous time to execute you. And I just wonder why? And I also wonder, what would people do if they knew upon their conviction they would get executed? What would people do to be different? Well, <clears throat> let me tell you a story um, that I read. There was a famous man, his name was Charles Lindbergh. Charles Lindbergh was the one, the first to do a solo flight across the Atlantic Ocean. And uh, it was amazing because it took such a long time to fly across the Atlantic that he couldn't, he couldn't sleep. He had to stay awake, he had to stay focused. He became a famous man. Well, the way the story goes, his child was kidnapped. And when his child was kidnapped, it became a, a national big, big deal. And the child was carried across uh, state lines and they were working to get a sizable ransom. The little girl, the child died. There was such an outrage that the person got the death penalty 
but further, they made at a law, a federal law, that if you kidnapped a child and took them across state lines, it was the death penalty for you. And the way I've read the story, I wasn't there trying to get the facts straight. The idea of kidnapping dropped. The number of kidnappings dropped. Now you could say, oh, it's just coincidental. People got tired of kidnapping, whatever. I don't think so. I think when you know that you're going to yourself lose your life, there are some people who are terrified to die. Think about it, when you were a kid, your mom says, your dad says, you do this and you're gonna get the whooping of your life. Now there's some kids that would go, big deal, you know, hit me on the butt, who cares? Then maybe those are the ones that you say, fine, you do this and you won't have your phone or you can't go out and play or you won't be able to be with your friends, or you won't be able to watch a certain television shows, whatever it may be. Something that you don't want to happen to you causes you to act in a proper way. And that's, that's life. We follow the law, so many of us, because we want to be a law keeper, not a law breaker. But there are some people that would be more than happy to be a law breaker, but they don't want to break the law because they don't want the consequences. So, in the Bible, it says real clear, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. It talks very specifically in the Bible about the rights that the uh, survivors have when one of their family is killed. And it most always turns in the Bible to be execution. Some have said, well, um, that was the Old Testament. And now nah, the New Testament, Jesus just said, love everybody. Just love everybody. Interestingly enough, go over to the book of Romans in the Bible and you will see that it talks about the using of the sword as a way to have someone reap what they sowed. We're not going to use that sword to uh, clean their toenails. We're going to use the sword to kill them, execute them. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm bending too hard to look at the left. But it really seems like when I talk with people, those who are so much against capital punishment are from the left. Now that may not be in true in all situations, but I find that people who are left-leaning are more apt not to want to see the death penalty. Oh, and by the way, not just the death penalty, but there are some people that have been on death row for like <laughs> 20 years. Okay, you did something horrific. You have been found guilty. 
you get the death penalty. Oh, and by the way, we'll wait eh, 20 years before you get executed. What sense does that make? Aside from the practical thought that it costs a lot of money to take care of a person for 20 years. And states are paying for it. If it's a federal prison, the feds are paying for it. You know who the state is and the feds are? Us, you and I. We're paying for people who have done horrific crimes. We're paying for them to be kept alive. Now you would say, well, <clears throat> that sounds really mean and harsh. Why can't you just be a nice guy? Well, if the story of Charles Lindbergh's child, if it is true that when that new rule law was passed and people were made aware that if you kidnap someone, I think it went further, by then they were already having the death penalty if you killed someone. But if you did something that said, you do this, you're gonna be executed, no ifs, ands, or buts, and it isn't gonna be 20 years from now, and the amount of the kidnaps, kidnappings, dropped, dropped. Why? You'd have to figure. Well, why do I wanna kidnap this person when I'm afraid to die and I don't wanna die? So it dropped. So today, do we believe that if a person commits a horrific, cold-blooded murder, premeditated, do we believe that <clears throat> if there was the death penalty, that those crimes would go down? I say yes. I say yes. I say yes big time. So which is more important? To keep a person alive who just kill somebody. They don't care. Which is more important? Their life or an eight-year-old child that did nothing, nothing, nothing to deserve the dying? I think from a practical thought, if we could keep more people, more innocent people alive by having capital punishment, the death penalty, then that's a good thing. And I want somebody to tell me, somebody who's listening, one of my subscribers, if you just happen to uh, you know, walk by and you see this, tell me why, if you know, why there is so few death penalties and how, why does it take so long? And what's the thinking about all that? I think it's time for us to start looking from a practical standpoint as to what in the world is happening with so many of our laws. Where do we get some of these laws? One last thought.
why would somebody be opposed to the death penalty for a person who premeditated a cold-blooded murder? Why would they really not think that that's bad enough? You know, it's not really that serious. And at the same time, they have no thought whatsoever to execute a child, an unborn child, to execute an unborn child. Here's one last thought. A woman is on her way to the abortion clinic to have her child aborted. She's driving down the road and a person runs a signal light. A drunk driver runs a signal light and plows into her and kills her and, of course, the unborn child. So when they bring the matter to the courts, guess what? It's not a single homicide. It's a double homicide. You not only killed that person, you killed that person's baby. How can we be having someone who's going to an abortion clinic to have their baby killed, but yet the person who kills their baby before they get there, it's murder. There are some wacky, wacky thoughts going on in our country. And I wouldn't want to be uh, one of the people who has to fight in Congress or be part of a, of a, of a congressional body. And I can see why a lot of people don't want to be. But the point would be this. Why is it the way that I've just explained? I'd like to know what you think. I'd really like to have you, uh, you know, become a subscriber to this uh, podcast. If this happens to end up on my YouTube, then uh, become a subscriber. These are the kind of things that I, that I talk about. I don't really need to be part of the groups that are talking about whether one political matter is more important than another political matter. There's plenty of people covering that. I'm talking about the things of life. The things of life. And by the way, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I believe that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. I'm also a man who's carrying two cancers. Two cancers. I don't know anybody, anybody right now who has two cancers but me. And I'm at peace. I'm not afraid. And I'm living my life. Most people have no idea that I've got anything wrong at all. I would encourage you to, well, follow what I have to say. And uh, take me to task if I'm wrong on something. Agree with me if you agree. Thanks a lot. Jerry Stewart at jerrystewartusa.com. God bless you. Bye-bye.